Hi, I'm Sam Sells, and welcome to my podcast, Clean Money. I'm a serial entrepreneur that has led over 2 billion development projects around the world. But the work I am most proud of is the work we do here at Wildmont Capital. We not only create great returns for our socially conscious investors, but we make an impact in the many communities we work in and we change lives. I like to say investing matters, and my show is to talk with everyday folks that are not only creating great success, but making an impact in society and improving the lives of others. That is my mission, and I wanna share my stories and others with you. Welcome to Clean Money. Hey everyone, I'm Sam Sells, and welcome to our podcast, Clean Money. Um, my guest today is Rob Stein, and uh, let me just give you a quick bio on Rob Stein. Unlike any guest I've interviewed before, and like every one of them, because they're all awesome in their own right, but Rob is a team leader, nationally recognized, award-winning educator. So Rob is the ultimate real estate educator you need in your life. His combination of achievements brings multiple streams of experience that when merged together, create an unstoppable force that can transform your life and income. Most real estate coaches have undeniable experience as high-performing agents. Rob takes it up a notch by combining that with his experience as an educator with a master's degree and over 20 years of experience teaching and consulting at the highest level. Rob delivers the incredible content you need while ensuring you have fun learning it, which is critical to true learning, I think. Uh, not always. You can learn through pain as well, but it's not fun. But, and can easily implement what you learn to guarantee your success. Rob, it, thank you for joining my show. And I just also want to highlight that outside of real estate, you're a business owner. Um, you're also a professional bodybuilder, which I'm a bodybuilder as well, but it's more in the round shape. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> different different ambitions, right? It's like, yeah. you know, how can I gain five pounds this week? I'm going <laughs> to work on this. You're also a husband and father, which, of course, is the most important roles in our lives. Absolutely. Uh, you screwed up either one of those. And uh, it doesn't matter what else you do in life. Right. Um, those will wreck your life. But uh, and then so many other things, even music um marching bands that's fantastic um yeah. busy man <laughs> busy man yeah you don't know yeah. when to quit do you? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah so uh tell the viewers a little bit about um who you are outside of that um black and white description i just read i appreciate you having me on your clean money podcast sam i've been looking forward to this quite a bit um yeah i mean i appreciate you reading my intro you know it's uh i i've I've been able to make that transition that, I, that so many entrepreneurs want to make, you know, they want to get off the hamster wheel. They want to get out of the rut. They want to get out of that, that nine to five grind and do something more. You know, I think we're all meant for something very significant. And I knew from a very early age that teaching is my passion. Teaching is my passion. I thought it was going to be as a school music teacher, because if you know, well, I like to teach, I guess I'll be a teacher. Right. And I quickly realized I love teaching, but I don't love teaching other people's ungrateful kids. And I don't love teaching in the public school system and all the BS that goes on in there. Um, and so I've, you know, I've been able, it's been a long road, man, but I've been able to make that transition out of, uh, out of, out of that grind into a, you know, being a successful entrepreneur, multiple business owner. I still have light years to go for what I want, but, um, sure. 
uh, right now I'm living a quality of life that I quite frankly never would have thought possible. Uh, get brief overview. I went, you know, it took me about um, 10 years to build my first business, which was in the music composition and publication space. Mm -hmm. So I write music for ultra competitive marching bands and I love it. You know, I think marching band is one of the most ultimate, fantastic sports of all time. Got me to break out of my shell. The 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 passion for performing came through big time. So are you um, talking like drum corps or are you talking about something different here? Well, the fact that you even know what that is, is extremely impressive. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, did you did you march drum corps? Yeah, uh, I did not go to drum corps. I wanted to. I moved in the middle of my high school career from, mm. you know, really high performance mm. Uh uh, I was a snare drummer in yeah. you know, seven snares and we were trying to emulate the D, you know, DCI and everyone's yeah. competitions and my life was uncertain. So I never took off and left. And so the, you know, I've spent many hours watching. Um, and uh, my brother was also very competitive in his uh, percussion. That's player. awesome. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's my, that's my scene, you know, the drum corps scene, the the marching band, the very competitive marching band scene. I marched uh drum corps for eight years, ended with a couple years in the Concord Blue Devils. Um, uh, beautiful. And then yeah. And then <laughs> Thanks, man. Me too. <laughs> then taught drum corps for about eight years after that. Um, still very involved in it. Uh, so that was my first business. You know, I was able to build that to about a quarter million dollars a year. Uh, and I was, I quit my teaching job which people thought was just crazy. They're like, wait, you're, you're tenured, you have pension and you're quitting to like write music. Like I don't, you know, and the same people that complained about their job every day, you know, they're bitching about everything they hate, but they're not going to change anything no. and they will project their fear onto you. And I bet everyone like Sam, you've experienced that, right? Oh yeah, sure. Right. People like entrepreneur, what are you doing? That's so scary. But that's the definition of an entrepreneur, right? To, to do things, to take greater risks than the normal person would ever take for greater reward. And so I was able to escape the teaching gig and built that first business. Um, uh, around that time is when I really took control of my health and, uh, I, I was always big growing up. I got made fun of for it a lot. And, uh, I just kind of thought, well, this is how my body looks, you know? And, and one day I just hit a really, really low point. I was, um, I'll tell you the story if we have a minute, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. So yeah, interesting. I was, uh, it was after college and I, I was fairly, I, I mean, I wasn't like skinny, but I wasn't like real big. I was, I went to school in Philadelphia. So I was walking a few miles a day. So I stayed, stayed fairly trim, I guess. But after that, you know, I was very sedentary throughout the day and very busy. So I'd spend all day teaching, standing up or sitting down. And then I would drive in my car for an hour and go teach marching bands, you know, for three hours and then drive in my car. So I really wasn't very active during the day. And I was eating on the road a lot. I was eating real bad. And over the course of a couple of years, I just got my health got out of control, man. I was yeah. really big. I'd be breaking a sweat going upstairs. I had to like hold my breath to tie my shoes. It was a mess. And I was getting ready to go judge a marching band competition. Actually, it was a cold just uh, November day, I'm getting ready to go to Hershey Park, drive a couple hours to judge championships. And when I was still living in New Jersey and I used to I had this belt and I'm like wrestling with this belt because I used to wear it like three, four loops in. And over time, it's like two loops in and one loop. And now I, I can't even put the thing on. And I'm like wrestling with this thing in my bedroom yeah. and I'm sucking in my gut as much as I can. And I finally get the belt on and uh, and I, I exhaled a sigh of <laughs> epic relief. Dude, it was straight out of a movie or something. Like as soon as I exhaled, the belt buckle popped off of the belt and flew across <laughs> the room and hit the wall and made a little dent in the wall. 
Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to laugh. No, that's okay. That's, that's just life, right? No, I mean, that's what, funny. I mean, it's a funny story. I mean, but at the moment, being the it's one, like if you saw that in a TV <laughs> show, you'd laugh your ass off, right? But yeah. but being the guy that it's happening to, <laughs> I was like, that only happens to really, like, that's not good. I can't believe I've let this happen to myself. And um, that was kind of the aha moment that I had. And uh, I didn't really know what to do. And I floundered around with a bunch of things. And the thing that really changed my life was the P90X program with Tony Horton. And the thing that I loved yeah. about it, which is now the cornerstone of my coaching, is the framework, the blueprint. Mm -hmm. The blueprint of like, here's everything you need to do. Just do it. And I did. And, and it, it was really hard. I couldn't do any of the workouts. When, I mean, literally zero workouts when I started. I couldn't do any of them. But I did it twice. I did the 90 days two times. So 180 days. Six months later, I'd lost 80 pounds, had a little six pack. Like it was incredible. I, I achieved something. My, I went my whole life thinking I wasn't meant to do. And I did it in six months yeah. following a blueprint. And eventually I got into the gym, found bodybuilding, hired amazing coaches. Um, you know, started winning shows and really loving it. And I love the discipline that that lifestyle brings. And then as I was into my music business, I was like, man, I really think I need an additional income stream. And I got involved with real estate investing with my father because he's been in real estate his whole career, totally fell in love with it. And at that time, my wife and I, you know, she was still teaching. We never saw each other because I was at working at home. She was teaching and we were like, man, we need like the, the, it was really interesting because in the music business, like becoming a rock star marching band person. Like there's not exactly group coaching and a blueprint for that. I really right. had to figure it out on my own, which is why it took so long. Yeah. And obviously in real estate entrepreneurship, there are coaches and blueprints all over the place. And once we were hanging around with those type of people and going to events and being around big entrepreneurs doing big things, it opened our mind. You know, if you're, if you're listening to this, you're in the nine to five grind and you want to get out of it. The first thing you need to do is surround yourself with people that are out of it. And people that made that transition and you need to surround yourself with them as frequently as possible. Because when you're around those people, you, you start resonating on their frequency. You start thinking the way they think, right? My goal is to be, you know, I haven't had my first seven figure a year yet. I'm very close, but I haven't done it yet. And so I'm on a mission this year. Like I'm hanging around with as many millionaires, decamillionaires, hundred millionaires as I can. And it's incredible the growth that's happening in my business so quickly as a result of constantly being intentional about surrounding myself with those kind of people. And so we decided like, we're going to go for it, man. Like life is good, but that's not good enough. We want great. We want epic. I want to thrive. And I'm not going to shy away anymore from saying, I want to make incredible amounts of money and, and have the best quality of life I can so that I can help and serve others mm -hmm. and help people that were in the position I used to be in and help them do the same thing. When we got into real estate and man, it was super scary, super challenging, you know, all the, the troubles of building a business, but we did. And I went from a very profitable solo career. I started an incredible team, hired a great coach within, within seven months of hiring that coach. I had my first hundred thousand dollar month things really scaled from there. And now I'm in a position where I'm able to help other real estate agents and entrepreneurs do exactly what I did. And that's who I'm passionate about helping. You know, the, the person I used to be, the person who's trying to make it happen for themselves, like that's, that's who I want to help. We, we started this um, Clean Money podcast because I, I felt like there's just not enough voices out there in the world saying that there's a way that you can invest your money. There's a way that you can spend your time that has an impact improving the lives of others. Yeah. Now, that could be a charity, that could be working at the soup kitchen, or that can be exactly what you're just saying, like 
look, I'm a mentor because I went through the 10 years of nasty work and figured out what the blueprint was because don't do that. 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 This is the thing that worked. Do that. Yeah. And so I've started doing the same thing with syndications and then helping people move into institutional concepts where you go into like becoming on a trajectory to become a billion dollar company. Yeah. You can't, I mean, it's super hard to get there unless you go the institutional route. Um, but then it becomes like a pattern that you can follow and replicate. Yeah. And so what you're, what you're talking about is you figured out the pattern now because you're passionate about teaching and giving back and having an impact in other people's lives. Uh, you're doing that and you're getting paid for it because it's your time and your time is valuable. Yeah. But when I first started, I did not have a coach or a mentor and I was an idiot and did lots of things that cost me a lot of dollars yeah. uh, and pain and suffering. And, you know, deals didn't go as good as they could have done. And so mm-hmm. now I have rectified that and fixed it. But knowing that for new folks, like you just said, find a mentor that can help you. And uh, so tell me specifically what you are helping people with um, and how that goes. Yeah. So, you know, real estate is, you know, my primary area of expertise. So a lot of my clients are real estate clients, but I also have, um, you know, about eight or so clients in the right now in the uh, private. I mean, I have a lot of people in my group coaching, but as far as as one-to-one clients um, in the non-real estate space, because I've realized that, you know, the framework to really launch an entrepreneurial adventure, it's, it's exactly the same, you know, pretty much exactly the same for any business. And the main things that hold business owners back, number one is not getting that blueprint from day one. Mm-hmm. And it, if you really think about it, like if you're, if you're, most entrepreneurs are new to their skill set, right? When I got my real estate license, I used to be a music teacher and a music composer and a bodybuilder that has nothing to do with real estate. So I hired a coach right away. Um, most people are doing that, right? They're not making it in, uh, some people might be like, well, I'm in a business. Now I'm going to start the same business. Most people make a fresh start. So you're trying to grow this skill set. You're trying to change your life, have financial freedom. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you get that blueprint? Because, you know, Reed Hoffman, co-founder of LinkedIn, one of my favorite quotes of all time, building a business is like uh, jumping off a cliff and assembling a plane on the way down. So if you've never jumped on a cliff and you've never built a plane, like why wouldn't you hire someone to help you? And and the way I interpret that analogy is when like you have a finite amount of time until you hit the ground and yeah. hitting the ground is the point where like you need to make an X amount of money in X amount of time or you have to quit. Right. No entrepreneur can be like, I'm just going to try forever, right? Like you have a certain amount of time until you, until you have to make a certain amount of money um, until you're going to have to stop. And then you're going to have to go work for another entrepreneur who didn't stop and is so successful that you view that job as stable and secure. And so because you have a certain amount of time and it's not that long, like you need to get the blueprint right away. So what I do is I help people that are in the earlier stages of launching their career, whether they're at the very beginning or they are, you know, they've gained some traction, they made some money, they've made 40, 50, 60 grand. And they're like, this still is not sustainable. I'm not in the six figures yet, or maybe I just made a hundred thousand, but I need to make at least 250 or 300 a year to make this work. Mm-hmm. There are, oh, there's the same things that they're stuck in. You know, one of them is that analysis paralysis. Yeah. They don't know what to do and they don't know what to do first. And they're so afraid of things. So teaching people like number one, let's, let's eliminate that fear through careful analysis. 
let's really like sit down and do some business planning and look at like, first of all, what are you trying to accomplish? How much money do you need to make and how much time do you have to make it? Cool. Now let's look at like the cost of your, you know, revenue per unit and your expenses. And let's actually figure out how much of X do you need to do to make Y? Cause so many people don't know. They're just like, I just need to do more. And I'm like, that's not, that's not helping you. Like if an agent comes to me and says like, I want to make more money and sell more houses. Awesome. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> how much money do you need to make? Like, let's, let's figure it out. Or they're like, I need to close 10 deals this year. I'm like, but how much money do you need to make? I don't know. I just want to close 10 deals. Well, if the, if the house, the price of the house is 200, then you're not going to meet like, you know, so, so many entrepreneurs don't even have a handle on their goals and what they want, like what they really want and what they need. So that's the first thing we do is in our onboarding session, we talk about that. Like, what is it that you actually need to do in a certain amount of time? And then we kind of reverse engineer their game plan and work backwards from there. And then right after that, it's just such a, uh, I can always see in their eyes, they're like, I feel like such a weight was lifted off my shoulders, Rob, because you've actually given me the actual blueprint to stop worrying about stuff and just be like, do this thing on this day, do this thing on this day. By the end of the week, you should have done these things. Here's how you're going to track it. Here's how you're going to maintain accountable with our one-on-one coaching session each week. Like, and it's just a blueprint. And, you know, some people I tell them like at this stage, mindset doesn't matter. And they're like, whoa, dude, you have a whole series on mindset. What are you talking about? But in the beginning, your entrepreneurial mindset is rooted by fear and being overwhelmed. And in that case, it's actually hurting you more than it's helping you. So by engaging with me and giving the blueprint, like take the mindset out of it, stop thinking about it and just do the things I'm telling you to do. Just do them. And that's when you're really going to notice that traction and momentum gaining. Yeah, I love that. Um, that you're focusing on the next step, right? And the things you do. And so you said earlier that, you know, you, you got these three different careers uh, or, you know, obsessions in your life, yeah. uh, bodybuilding, music, uh, composition and playing, yeah. playing, right? And then yeah. judging and everything else that goes with that. Um, and then real estate. And to me, it all comes together uh, because music, you're taking some random dots you know, and then flags and putting them together and creating something beautiful yeah. um, and not just a little beautiful, but able to withstand the pressure of heavy judgment. Right. Yeah. And so when your body, when you got started with your body, you were overweight, you were, saw yourself someplace that you didn't like funny now to look back at, but terrible and yeah. painful <laughs> at the time. Right. And so in that, that moment you did what the next step was, was I don't need to be a bodybuilder. I just need to work out. Yeah. I need to start and I can't even do the workout, but yeah. I started. Right. And so it's like, you're fixing their mindset as you go, which is really your plane. that's going to fly you through. Um, and then real estate, the same thing. You're like, I don't know where to go. So I need help. So just like you went to P90X and said, okay, help me. I'm going to follow this system. You've got a coach that taught you, okay, this is the next steps you should do. That's right. And then it, you know, you, so I was a wrestler when I lived in Oklahoma and okay. I know about like, you know, what to eat, not to eat, how to gain, you know, to lose weight in a very short amount of time to make weight, which you know, scales and then to be able to have strength. If you do it wrong, you go out and start wrestling and you're wasted and you get toasted. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, that amount of, um, self-control 
delayed gratification, like you mentioned. Oh yeah. Uh, as you apply that to real estate, you're taking something that is really messy and taking it, combining it to something very simple, concise, and as effective as possible. So every thing that goes into your body, you know what effect it's going to have. That's right. Uh, cost um, for eating it, like this Twinkie tastes nasty right now because my body's rejecting it because I'm healthy. Yeah. Right. I'm a healthy eater and this is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the thing that's really interesting about that is like, I didn't used to think that way, you know, and a lot of people, like I have a, a, a one-to-one coaching client right now who I'm coaching in business and health and weight loss. And, um, you know, and he's aware, you know, and he tells me like, dude, sometimes I just have these, these incredibly long days and I get to the end of the day, I realize I haven't eaten anything and I'm stressed and I just, I need that dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. And I eat this thing that I like now, and I know it's not good for me, but it just feels good at the. So he's he's making so much progress already, and but the fact that he's aware of it is huge, right? Because you know when when I say mindset doesn't matter, it's it's because I think the most important thing you need to do is take action. Until you until you you go through the things, your mindset is limited to your experience. Right. So I'll just going to say that one more time because I think it's important for people to understand your mindset is limited to your experience. Here's what I mean by that. Like when I started coaching in real estate and I had, you know, I'm desperate for deals. Right. So I have, you know, a handful of leads. I'm completely obsessed with them. They're not obsessed with me, but I'm obsessed with them because they represent my first money. Right. And I had the the worst buyer meeting ever. This guy was like just a total waste of my time. He was a total jerk, but I'm still pursuing working with him because I need the money. Yeah. And my coach was like, Rob, you know, like I'm telling you, man, until like, I don't know if you should spend your time working with this guy. I, I wouldn't because and he told me all the reasons why. And I'm thinking like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say, Mr. Millionaire real estate agent. But I, you know, and, and I couldn't wrap my head around it. Eventually, when I became and, and you know, what, and I tried working with that guy and it was a huge waste of time and it didn't work out. And that was time I could have been working with 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 better clients. Now, yeah. with a successful business. Uh, uh, like. I understand that now. And once I went through that and actually wound up dropping him as a client, I was like, my coach was right, but I couldn't. I, and I understood the concept, but I didn't believe it in my heart and soul and brain until I actually went through it. It's the same thing when I talk to people about like, stop being stuck and just take action. Done is better than perfect. Imperfect action is better than no action at all, man. Just go. Yeah. And once they actually do and they realize Oh wait, this it, it works. Once they figure out it works, that's when the mindset is changed. But until then, you just have to trust the person that that is helping you do it, right? So like like so with the eating thing that you just mentioned. If you're brand new to figuring out how to change your lifestyle and nutritional habits, that Twinkie's still going to taste really good. Yeah. Because you're not going to realize the results because you haven't yet achieved results. Mm-hmm that make you motivated not to want to eat that thing anymore. But once I realized the results that come, like after I finished those six months of P90X, I was like, holy shit, I'm never going to go back to that again. Look what happens when I actually change my lifestyle. Look how in control I am. At that moment, I don't want to eat the Twinkie anymore. Uh, That whole road, I want to eat it and I'm convincing myself not to because that desire is strong enough. So that's another thing is like, think about, what you want and realize that until you start 
achieving results and getting it, it is going to be hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and make it sound easy. It's not easy. There is a, a period of just like, dude, just put your head down, listen to your blueprint and just go. And trust that if you execute with massive action, consistency, and time, you will get the results. That will change your mindset. That will lead to new actions. That will lead to new mindset and growth. But that launch period is where people have the most trouble. And that's what I'm an expert in, in getting people through. Yeah. The launch, right? That's yep. the launch. Yeah. I, I love that. In the military, we call, uh, we would sometimes say violent action, right? Mm. Um, sounds a little rough, but... Uh, you know, a, a poor plan violently executed, right? Can yeah. Have uh, great effects. It absolutely can. I, I love that phrase, man, because it's true. And and for most people that haven't a, taken that level of action before, it's going to feel that way. It might feel like violent, like I didn't even know this much action was possible. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know a guy uh, became the CFO for... Um, American Express, but he said his boss and American Express said, you're fat. And uh, in America, that's like, oh, you can't say that. But he's like, say you're that. Fat, mm -hmm. and you're going to lose your job. And mm -hmm. he like went home. He's like, oh, my goodness, because he'd been traveling and eating all this food. And he said uh, the that night he went outside, ran around the block and threw up because, you know, he was sat out of shape. Yeah. But now he's a you know lifelong runner since then, became a runner, stuck with it, and trimmed down and then went on to become the CFO of American Express. Amazing. But it's I I really enjoyed our conversation. I love the fact that um you know you've you've taken a, a lifestyle and you applied it to a new thing and that discipline, that focus, that drive is, has caused and created success. And it's not something that only Rob Stein can do. It's something that any person on this planet can do yeah, within anybody. their, yeah, within the, you know, to, to whatever degree it, it is and whatever industry or whatever it is, that discipline, that focus, that drive, and then holy moly, grab a mentor because you're going to save yourself. Yeah. And the thing is mentorship and coaching is free. Even if you pay money for it, if you implement it, like as an example, my real estate coach costs 1500 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would have a hesitation at that, that ticket, right? Like 1500 bucks a month. Right. But <laughs> when I hired him to help me grow my team, you know, year to date, right. So in the past, you know, just from my real estate business, not, not including any other business ventures or coaching or anything, just the real estate business alone has made over $300,000 year to date. So if I'm paying, 18 grand a year for coaching, but implementing the coaching has made me $300,000. Not only is it free, I'm getting paid to for my coach, right? Like yeah. that's the thing that most people don't realize. So if you implement what you learn, th that is the ticket. So not only is coaching free, you actually get paid to do it. If you implement what your mentor, what your coach is providing you. hundred percent. I've seen it a million times. If I could go back to myself four years ago, I'd just punch myself in the face like saying, why didn't you pay the three grand to get that coach? Right? <laughs> just do it, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, that decision cost you 150 grand. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the on the call. Sorry, wait, we're gonna have to wrap up here. Can you tell yeah. me one last question? 
Sure. Uh, because I do run a company called Wild Mountain Capital, and I I love that. Um, you know that that we're just we're just wildly we're we're unreasonable. We're we're going to go out and make an impact no matter what, and uh, we're going to change the world for the better by lifting where we stand. So can you tell me just a, um, something about yourself that's a bit wild um, that may, perhaps not very many people know? Mm. Let's see, a bit wild that not many people know. Wild? I'm not sure, man. I mean, I can play every instrument. That's pretty wild. Um, that is pretty wild. Uh, as a musician myself, uh, bassoon, clarinet, percussionist, um, I'm like, yeah. But if you have the talent, it's just, you're like, oh, this instrument, duh, 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 you know? Yeah. I I believe it. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's here, here, here's one that's pretty wild. Um, I didn't learn how to ride a bike until I was an adult. I was really, didn't do well at it as a kid. And I got to that point where all my friends were riding bikes and then I was embarrassed that I couldn't. And I just like stopped. Fear. And I just never did. And that was something I was like pretty embarrassed about. And then I was an adult. We moved here to Austin, Texas. And it's beautiful. And my wife's like, I really want to ride bikes with you. And you can't do it. And I was like, damn, man, like I want to, I got want to be able to ride bikes with my wife and with my kids. And so like I hired a coach, you know, I hired a dude. I just researched like who helps adults learn how to ride bikes. And I took a few months of bike riding lessons and now I can ride a bike. Like it was, you know, so I guess that's a good one. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that. I love uh, your partner, your spouse, your partner, can influence you to do things you never would have done and overcome fear in a way you weren't able to on your own. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, fear of judgment is something so many people fear and it's like, man, just get over it. Yeah. Just get over it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're just old enough. We're at that point. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. Yeah. I'm going to go out and do it. All right. Rob, thank you so much for being on the call. Um, Definitely a pleasure. You're just down the road from me. I'm in New Braunfels, Texas. Oh, man, dude, we got to get together for lunch. We got to get together. Yeah. yeah. A big, healthy lunch. Of That's right. Not Twinkies, maybe tacos. <laughs> there we go. So, um, yeah, just love the impact you're having on others. Where can people um, reach you if they're interested in reaching out to you? Absolutely. Uh, so you can check out my YouTube channel. It's going to be robstein.tv. So that's S-T-E-I-N, last name, robstein.tv. We'll take you right to my YouTube channel, put a lot of content on there. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's robstein underscore impossible to fail. That's the name of the book that's coming out. So keep an eye out. We're going to be getting pre-orders going soon. Yeah, awesome. Let me know. Well, Rob, definitely a pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for being on the call. Thank you, Sam. Later, buddy. Thank you for tuning in to Clean Money where we talk about sustainable investing that improves society. We are passionate about creating great investment returns to investors who want to use their money to make a positive social impact in the world. If you enjoyed the episode, we'd appreciate a five-star review. And if you are interested in making your investing matter, please connect with us at wildmountaincapital.com. Or you can find me, Samuel Sells, on LinkedIn, on Twitter at cells underscore Samuel, on Instagram at Clean Money Sam, or on Facebook. And finally, make your investing matter.